Hello, everybody. It's Matt here. It's been a minute. How's everyone doing? Still enjoying the show? That's good. That's really good. I'm really, really glad you guys are still here. You have no idea how much we appreciate the fact that you guys managed to come back and listen to our annoying voices every week for an hour, give or take. I'm just checking in because... As you can tell, if you're listening to this, I'm going to spoil some things for you. So if you're not up to date, pause this, find where you actually are. But if you're listening to this, that means that we have finally defeated Nessie. That thing that we've been building up for for the entirety of book five has finally happened. And you know what that means next. That means our book five recap retrospective extravaganza is coming very soon. So that means we're looking for your questions to answer during the extravaganza. You can submit them on our Discord, which you should join if you're not already. It's a great place to hang out and meet some fellow fans, play some games, it's a good time, but you can uh, message us directly on there with your questions, any of us, or just post in the, uh, the spoiler chat and tag us. You can shoot us an email at inspiredincompetence at gmail.com or send us a message through Twitter, Facebook, however you can get in touch with us. We will accept your questions, we will add it to the list, and we will address it during the recap. Beyond that... If you're liking the show and you want to support us a bit, you can always throw us a few bucks on Patreon. It goes a long way towards keeping the show up and running, and we really appreciate all of the love and support that you guys have given us through the years. Another way you can help us out, which doesn't cost you anything, is to give us a rating and review on whichever app you listen to us on, or hell, go on several apps that you don't listen to us on and give us a rating and review. It goes a long way towards helping new people find us and helping this show continue to grow. But that's enough yapping from me. Let's get right into it. Nessie is gone, but the danger is not. Here's episode 154, Treehouse of Horrors. Inspiring Competence Podcast, the smart environmental choice. How's everybody doing? We have the smallest carbon fiber print. Carbon footprint. <laughs> carbon fiber print, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. <laughs> right on brand. So, we're in Tumbaha Mountain, but uh, riding the heels of a pretty big victory. Uh, you guys finally took down Nessie. Took two and a half full sessions. Eh, he uh, wasn't that tough. You just and, had to brain him once or twice. And an extra ally. Yeah. And some divine providence from <laughs> Randolph. Don't worry about that stuff. It was all me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then we had a little uh, a little uh, encounter with Tarbafon, 
Just a little dialogue. He had some quips for you. You guys made some promises to each other. He got spanked verbally a little bit. Did he? Yeah, well, he did. Oh, if you think so. But yeah, uh, he made some promises. Uhtred made some promises. And uh, yeah, I who knows what dastardly deeds that guy's up to right now. But now you are back. You're still in Tumbaha Mountain. And Kalazar the Nightwalker. Um, throughout that discussion that you were having with Tarbafan, uh, she kind of just like kind of slowly sidestepped out of the room. But once Tarbafan bids you farewell, you might you might like have initially like turn around and like, oh no, Kalazar is gone now. Like, what if she's gonna jump us now? But like, once Tarbafan's gone, like she. Uh, she returns back to being in the room. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't seem embarrassed for hiding from Tarbafan. Just you get the feeling that it's just kind of like you're undead and you just stood against one of Tarbafan's minions. Like you just you you don't make uh, you don't make yourself a target. Yeah. So Kalazar is standing before you now, and there doesn't seem to be any danger right now. Um, but the Nightwalker is kind of. Looks you guys up and down, and she says, I took a great risk in defying Nesistravek, and I hope that you will repay me for the risk that I took. What kind of payment did you have in mind? She kind of, like, gazes around this chamber, in uh, kind of like a scowl on her face. She says, After... Arriving at this place, Nisistravek decided to set up a more permanent fortification during his stay. The properties of this place are harmful to beings such as myself and Nisistravek. Nisistravek decided that it would be prudent to set up a portal to the void the plane of atrophy to better bolster his undeath after returning from wherever it is that he kept going. Uh, This place would be harmful to any who entered, but the properties of the portal would soothe his undeath. Upon creating this portal, many natives from the void were pulled through into the material plane. I was one of them. While this beachhead was very useful for him. It could also be very useful for certain entities in the void who wish to occupy the material plane more permanently. Certain entities that happen to be rivals of mine. And I merely wish to deny them that. I cannot close the portal by myself, but Nisistravek had no desires to do so. With your assistance, We can close this portal, and I will do so from the other side. From there, we can part ways and never have to bother each other again. Thalias, upon hearing that um, they don't want actual money, is (laughs) ecstatic. 
Because I don't have any money for payback, so. Well, I was like, give me twenty dollars. Pockets. It's like, I hope you'll repay me. Well, I was like, oh jeez, spent a bunch of money on jewelry recently. <laughs> this could get ugly. Just but no, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is this is great. Okay, let's do that. I look around, uh, seeing what the rest of my team thinks. Valbar kind of shrugs, and that seems reasonable. It. Seems like something we should do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, seems totally fair. Kalazar grins at you all. Splendid. I will show you the way. Uh, I urge you caution. I am not the only creature lurking within these halls, and some of them are not allied with me, nor were they allied with Nasistravek. Yes, well, there is quite a bit of this map uncovered, so I figured we weren't done. Yeah. Okay. So, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that subject, Uh-oh, here um, it comes. Dad's mad. I don't. I don't know why, but until you guys went down the stairs into this room, I didn't realize that it led directly to Nessie. Yeah, That's I thought awesome. that was weird like, too. Like that it was just like, like the first or second encounter yeah. in the dungeon. <laughs> like that was. Yeah. Really yeah. I kind of like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, it was shocker. <laughs> Tom likes a quick dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously. Like, I just always assumed that Nessie was like like the stairs went to like different parts of Tumbaha Mountain, and you had to work your way back into the center. Where the Kumaru tree was. You went down the stairs, it's like, all right, and that leads you to what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's very unusual layout. Yeah. But like I it's something like, I just can't like that's where the stairs are. I can't change that. <laughs> so Alright, like we're fighting Nessie now. <laughs> I I'm wondering if maybe it's because like the guy, like Paizo, whoever wrote the book, knew that Nessie was like such a big power spike. They that wanted. They didn't want you depleted. They, yeah, they didn't. Like this was one boss that they wanted the players to go into, like with a full bag of tricks. Maybe, yeah. Although, like I, I do love the irony that, and I didn't even realize it at the time. But when you guys first got here, you were like, "Oh, like the main entrance has been like." filled in with all that like earth yeah we still have that rod let's use passwall sh- shortcut and i was like shit they're gonna get to nessie right away but in reality <laughs> that, that would have brought you around yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so i assume you guys follow kalazar yeah, yeah um, I'll, I'll stick with the big undead that wants to actually you know, help uh, us. Hold on, yeah. before before we do that, yeah, was there the nothing thing... on the giant's body? Like no, yeah, well, we didn't get anything yeah. for that. Yeah, I mean all the gold scales that it had just disintegrated into a, a hologram. So. Yeah, that wasn't a great reward. Was there more? Yeah, I mean we it was just like our rewards pats on back and getting trash talked for now. Yeah, is there still a body there? Yeah. Can I do detect magic on it just to see if like there's a lingering kind of like aura of something? Uh, yeah, <laughs> just to make sure that this thing isn't gonna pop right back on up like a couple hours later. 
Like, uh, it has a regenerate, like, can regenerate health somehow. I mean, if it did, Detect Magic wouldn't show that. But a heal check might. Uh, I, I don't know if that's true. It would. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome to Detect Magic on Nessie. Alright, um, so what we gotta do is we gotta cut the head off, we have to lay it on fire, hit it with acid, dude, bury fuck it. it. I'm just gonna disintegrate <laughs> this bitch. Yeah, you won't right. definitely need that, And even though he just said there's more bad things. Yeah, there's more bad things that we're going to run into. Yeah, yeah, but before we do that, I got some spell slots to use. <laughs> <laughs> Arginus has so many spell slots, you guys. I'm not, like, I'm not he, concerned he about does. that. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's... I mean, maybe not a lot of six levels left, but he has a lot of spells. Yeah. I, I am a fan of I was safe than sorry. I, I was convinced that. that we were taking a rest immediately after this battle. Uh, we can take a rest. I won't fight you on uh, that. Can we? What's this guy? What's the... This guy needs us more than we need it. It can't close the portal. Well, she can't close the portal without help. You don't think she's going to yeah. wait another eight hours? Is she ready to fight us, though? She seemed kind of tenuous on her allyship to us. If she kills us, then she can't close the portal. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm following. That's a win-win. She didn't say it was like on a ticking clock, right? She was just like, repay me by helping me. I mean, feel free to, like, talk to her what, about what this. What was her, her name? Kalazar. Kalazar? Um, Kalazar. Just hold on a second. She's, like, walking into the, like, the hallway to the to the west, and she stops, and uh, her body language would suggest that she's uh, kind of impatiently turning around to listen to whatever you have to say instead of just following her but she stops and she like just kind of twists her upper body uh and like and and she like twists her upper body and neck around so she's looking at you i'm i'm sure you're understandably would like to close this portal as soon as possible but in light of the fact that you noted there might be more enemies in between here and the portal we could use a rest here. That took just about everything we had to take Nessie down. I'm not sure. We may not be much help if we run into more enemies than if we die. Of course, we can't help you close the portal. Well, if you must kiss your soft mortal flesh to recoup, then I suppose my hands are tied until you feel like you're up to the task. I would... Not recommend resting in this place. What? Where would you recommend? Resting somewhere that you can protect yourselves in. Like a cabin? <laughs> and I look over at our genus. If you want to spend the night under the boughs of the dead Kumaru tree, be my guest, but I will not be standing around to babysit you while you sleep. I mean, nobody really said anything about sleeping. Well, you, I mean, you have to sleep if you're going <laughs> to freak out. <laughs> uh, oh, well, uh, I, I do have an, uh, a, a transportation. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, know that transportation doesn't really uh, work in here, but we can get outside pretty quickly from what I understand of this sure, place. We're not that far in here. Yeah, either up the stairs or up through the hole in the roof of this room and then we're back upstairs and then another 20 feet up and we're outside wouldn't it be hilarious if we agreed to help 
And then we just immediately fly away. Yeah, we like go back home to rest, and then we're like, you know what? Like, we got no business back there. We shouldn't do that. So here's my only hesitation with outside. If we go outside, does that incomplete Titsi Meadle come back? Yeah. Now, do we want to go up one floor, make the cabin up there? Because didn't Tom, uh, didn't Arginus put like a arcane mark of like alarm or something so like he would know if any undead came into the room yes he did a symbol of scrying so yeah uh, we can yeah we could do that yes well we are we will take this opportunity to rest Kalazar. we are going to return to the floor above us and create a shelter there we'll be ready to assist you in eight hours I mean, I, honestly, resting under the boughs of the Kumaru tree seems pretty, you know, on point for us. Like, kind of thematic yeah. after everything we've done. Either way, we're going to rest, I think. Our genus's shelter spell, where it, like, you know, makes, like, a little cabin. Um, it says it, it makes uh, the structure from, like, material found wherever you are. Could we flavor yes. it that it makes a treehouse? Oh, fuck yeah. Treehouse. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Arginus, make us a Kumaru treehouse. I will make a Kumaru treehouse. And, and we need a password, you know, for people to get in and out. No girls allowed. And I want a a, pul- a pulley system for yeah, yeah, yeah. things from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me just rig that up real quick. Have the... Uh... The servant guy, rig it up. I was yeah. gonna say, what about that that one guy that that I managed to get off of the tree? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. what happened to that guy? <laughs> yeah, does he have any loot? Yeah, is he? <laughs> Somebody's giving us shit. <laughs> is, is he up here with us? You'd probably have like come across him, like on the stairs. He kind of like crawled his way. To the north and like got halfway up the stairs and then just kind of like couldn't continue. Um, Let's finish the job. <laughs> uh, no, I and I can hero. Fe- uh, sorry, not hero feast. I, I could prepare a feast again for. He uh, can cook us all he wants, but the heroes feast, the once per week heroes yeah. feast, is is out of the question. So maybe this guy's hungry, thirsty, whatever. All right. So we got our Kumaru treehouse. However, we decide to flavor it i guess now is there no saving the kamaru tree what what's the whole thing about that well i'm assuming the portal to the void is not helping matters so mariana is confident that she can basically grow a new kumaru tree once you guys have made tumbaha mountain safe gotcha and we thought making Dubaha Mountain safe meant just getting rid of Nessie. And we just right. learned that there's more to it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the meantime, let's friggin' treehouse. All right. Um, who can get rid of a negative level? I can. Please. I, uh, I have two of them. Flies, if you channel the Hierophant tomorrow, you can. You know, I was thinking about it, and then I brained that guy. So I'm still thinking about it. Uh, here, here's my thought process for you, Joe. Um, if you channel the Hierophant, you actually still have offensive spells against undead, which seems to be the 
things that are going on in here uh like you you have positive energy in those uh in those healing effects so you could do some oh, yeah. big damage uh as the hierophant yeah and yeah. again like with that the trans of three you could still get access to your champion stuff as needed yeah 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 no i hear you <laughs> all, um, all good points all good, all po- good yes. points um but yes uh well either way valbar has some spells to cast um once we get the treehouse up and running valbar is going to cast mage's private sanctum oh wait did you just build yourself your own little shelter inside of the shelter he just no. one up our genus is what he did no um i'm enhancing what our genus did um, so our genus kind of like creates this this like you know cabin this treehouse out of what's around, and then I'm ensuring that we are given privacy. Um, so anyone who looks at the area, uh, the area being a one thirty foot cube per level, so big Whoa. area, the entire tree pretty much. Um, but anyone looking in the area from the outside sees only a dark, foggy mass. Dark vision cannot penetrate it. No sounds, no matter how loud, can escape the area, so no one can eavesdrop from the outside. Sweet. Damn. All right, so those inside can see out normally. Um, divination cannot perceive anything within, and those within are immune to detect thoughts. Um, you can't speak from inside to outside and vice versa. But it doesn't prevent other communication, like sending out a message or a spell or, you know, a note or something. And the spell does not prevent creatures or objects from moving into and out of the area. So anyone coming in just sees, like, a dark, foggy mass and has no idea what's in it. And combine that with our genus's uh, mark of scrying there, we'll know when any undead come in. Yep. That's pretty sick. So I do one of those to add to, to that. And then I will cast, I think, three restoration spells. I don't think our genus needs one. Did you take any negative levels or anything? No, I got nothing. All right. So that's three of the 100 gold diamond dust castings. Um, That dispels all temporary negative levels uh, and removes my goddamn exhaustion. Now, one thing to note about Mage's Private Sanctum, um, just remember that you... If you're outside of this area, you can't see or hear or scry or anything into it. But once you enter the area, all bets are off. Yeah. Uh, and what's the area of Argenus's spell? I think it's a 20... Uh, yeah, I think it's it's like a 20-foot cube or something like that. Secure shelter. 20-foot square structure. Okay. And Major Private Sanctum is... Uh, one thirty foot cube per level. Yeah. So, like, I want to make that bigger than the structure, but I don't want it to fill the whole room. Okay. Like, just kind of obscuring where we are in the tree. All right. Um, after after a little bit, uh, Thalias will return to medium size. Oh yeah, that was so fun being big. Which will go a long way to making that secure shelter a little bit more roomy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so Thalias is medium. Secure shelter is up. Mage's private sanctum is up. Uh, are there any other 
Anybody doing anything else? Does anyone need any heals before I go to bed? Uh, I think just maybe you. Like, we are all no, full, full after that. All right, like, awesome. Like, you topped everyone off and then just beat the shit out of Nessie before he could hurt us anymore, so. Yep, yep. Although, it looks like our genius might have taken a little bit. It looks like he's a little below full, but, like, barely. Give him old healing hands. Yeah, hit him with a healing hand. And that's how it's done. Heal 31. Nice. All right. Tell me about watches. Which will take his customary last. Our genus will take first. All right. And Valbar and Thalias get middle. Okay. All right. So uh, first watch. Give me perception checks. Or singular check. Uh, 22. Not, f- not long into your watch, you are suddenly aware that your symbol of scrying has been activated. Now that some creature that is not the four of you or uh, this man who is is still not really well enough to uh, have introduced himself yet, uh, someone else has approached within 60 feet of the scrying sensor. Uh, You can take a moment to concentrate and view the area through the scrying sensor. And I'm assuming that the scrying sensor is, like, just somewhere outside of the secure shelter. Um, but you can look through the sense, the scrying sensor, and you don't see anything. Okay. Um, but after a few moments of looking around, that's when you hear this sharp, scraping sound. Like someone dragging the, ed- the, the point of a pick against the outside wall of the secure shelter like just this slow deliberate grating sound just from one corner of the outside to the other just our genus is gonna make his uh, move to uh, go get Uhtred but he's gonna like kind of stealth it. Okay. Roll stealth. Yeah, 24. Um, if I don't see any like agitation from this creature, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to wake up Uhtred and kind of put my finger up to uh, my lips and to symbolize like, don't talk. Well, just to be clear, you cannot see this creature. Right, but I can hear it. You can hear a loud scraping sound. Right, and and you can assume that it is being made by some creature walking around outside, but so what you're saying is you're you're listening for it like be like suddenly moving like trying to get inside. Yeah, like if I feel like there's like a weird movement in there, um, like an inconsistency. Uh, like that—that's all I'm really listening for. So, Uchard, you are awoken. Actually, everybody, give me perception checks. Uh, minus ten penalty for being asleep. Uh, thirty-four with the minus ten penalty. Thirty. So twenty-two with the minus ten penalty. <laughs> all right. Uchard got an eleven. All right. So Thalias and Valbar would have been awoken by this noise, um, and just in the moments it takes you to kind of figure out what's going on you see our genus kind of like 
quietly padding his way over to Uhtred. Uh, and Uhtred, you're awoken with a, uh, just like a, a gentle, like, nudge on your shoulder. And you see, you open your eyes, you see Arginus with his finger to his lips. And the sound, the sound stopped. Uh, like, it just kind of, it reached, like, the, the far corner. And, it, like, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was, like, an abrupt stop. It was just kind of like, that was the full extent of the noise that it was going to make. Arginus, as you're rousing Uhtred, uh, you all hear a voice from outside. Someone doesn't want to be found. Who is hiding in this cabin, in this <laughs> tree fort? Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> uh, Valmar will just kind of sit up. I imagine he sits up like that, that fucking meme of the Undertaker getting up. <laughs> he just sits up and like looks over at our genus. Our genius kind of feel your, your inner equilibrium thrown off a second. <laughs> Are there children camping out in this tree fort? Oh, please tell me. It's children. Just don't say anything. It's like a T-Rex. If you don't move, you can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very fucking bored now. And then it leaves. I told you. Maybe... It's empty? Should I go inside and see for myself? Or maybe I'll wait out here all night. Or maybe I'll just wait for a little bit and come in later. Who knows when I'll come inside? Uh, Should we deal with this? I don't know, do you think it can actually get in, or does it need us to unlock the door? Well, uh, <laughs> if I were to uh, be a betting man, uh, I-, I would assume that this thing probably has enough power to break down the doors. You hear another deep, scraping sound, uh, as whatever is making this this noise is now like just continuing its circuit around the secure shelter. It is now moving from the corner it finished on to the next corner over. Uh, before we open the door, can I cast a spell? No. All right, fine. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to ask Arginus what it looks like. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's invisible, so I don't know. <sighs> Lovely. Uh, if you uh, cast uh, see invisibility on me... Uh, I could actually take a look. I can't cast it on you. It was a personal spell. <laughs> that was clever, though. Instead of just oh. having him cast it on himself. Yeah. I'm going to cast it on myself if we can cast before like triggering something. I just didn't want to automatically just like, oh yeah, I'd do that on myself without at least having an in-character reason. Right. I don't know. I don't... Do we just want to... Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll cast that spell then. I'm going to cast Undead Anatomy on myself. Nice. What are you turning into? I'm going to be a pickled punk. An undead pickled punk. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Uh, I would I would like to also cast the invisibility while he's, you know, if we're casting spells. Sure, sure. Uh, um, I'd like to cast haste if uh, we're doing that. 
Um, so Uhtred, you're, I'm just gonna list these out real quick. You're getting Dark Vision 60 feet, DR5 bludgeoning. Oh, I'm loving this. And then you get the plus four bonus on saves against mind affecting effects. Disease, poison, sleep, and stun. Most importantly, uh, you have no special defenses against bleed. Yep. <laughs> Even though I have you on recording, admitting to if you're undead, you don't take bleed damage. Right, but this isn't turning you into an undead. It's changing yeah, that's the same argument he made. You're, yeah, it is the same correct argument that Get I made. Get a new story, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you have the door? The, uh, the east wall or the west wall? East wall. All right, so, Arginus, you would have initially heard that scraping sound on the west wall going from north to south, and then the second time when everybody was awake... It was going on the south wall from west to east, and whatever this creature is, it probably uh, doing a pretty good balancing act because the southern wall there is uh, like ends directly where that uh, the Kumar tree is coming out of the of the floor. Uh, so just as a reminder to everybody listening, we are in the upper level of the Kumar tree right now, where there was. Uh, the upper level of the Tumbaha Mountain right now where the Kumara tree is like coming out of a hole in the floor because it's so tall and then you've got those those four like smaller rooms in the northeast, northwest, southeast and southwest the southeastern room had that ghost in it um, and the secure shelter is uh, and then there's like this like 20 foot wide kind of like catwalk circling the hole that the Kumara tree is coming out of, and that's coming out in the center of the room. The secure shelter is occupying the uh, the north side of, north end of that catwalk. Um, so, yeah, you're not really sure where this creature is, but it would probably be somewhere to the southeast, or the, just the eastern side of the secure shelter, based on the last time you heard it scratching on the wall. Valbar, you said you cast Sea Invisibility on yourself? Yes. Are you looking outside the secure shelter? Or are you just having that ready for when combat starts? The latter. Alright, so Uhtred casts Undead Anatomy on himself to become a tiny little pickled punk. Valbar casts Sea Invisibility on himself. Uh, what is anybody else doing anything? Our genius cast Haste. Okay. And just a reminder, uh, it has not been enough time for anybody to get hit points or spells or anything back. All right, uh, so what do you guys do? Uh, you don't hear anything else. You cast some spells. Um, I'm going to dispel secure shelter. Just going to really make it easy on them. Well, it it's weird. Like It gives us more room to maneuver, but it also... You're uh, coming out of the fort. Yeah, like right now, there's in theory only one way for this thing to get at us, which is the door. But we don't know that for sure. I mean, there's there's only so many hit points for this thing. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it seems like anything could just come up here and wallop it. All right, so our genus dismisses the secure shelter, and Valbar, you see a creature. 15 feet to your southeast, who is invisible. This slim figure's proportions are wrong. 
and its disturbingly long arms and in claws, save for an oversized, boneless index finger. And clouds of shadows seem to follow it like a cloak. Everybody roll initiative. Uhtred. 23. Okay. Thalias. Uh, five. Okay. Valbar. 13. Arginus. A 17. Okay. Uh, Valbar, you can give me a... Either knowledge nature or knowledge planes. Give me knowledge nature check. I do not have those. I was assuming it was some sort of undead. <laughs> I do not have either of those. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have no idea what you're looking at. Um, all right, so we can try to ID it again once somebody else can see it. But for now, uh, combat starts, and it is this creature's turn. Valvar is the closest creature, so it is going to five-foot step and full attack on Valbar with its shore sword. So first attack is against Valbar's flat-footed... Nope, he, uh... Well, he is flat-footed, just not, uh... It's not minus two. Uh, that is a 34 to hit. That hits. Okay. Second swing, 29 to hit. Not flat-footed. Well, first, I still yeah, haven't gone to combat, so... Yeah, okay. that still hits. Okay. Third attack, 30 to hit. Yep. Fourth attack. Yeah. That's a 32 to hit, and that's a critical threat. Oh, goddammit. A 17 to confirm. Hey, it doesn't confirm at least. Oh, okay. So, Arginus, ever the tactician, without warning anybody, uh, dismisses uh, the secure shelter. <laughs> And this thing, whatever it is, just immediately rushes Valbar uh, and just like, slash, 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 slash. See, you're mocking our genus, but he is ever the tactician. He looked at the battle positioning and said, the most expendable guy's closest. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ouch. Nah, just kidding. I, I, I like Valbar. He's, he's been perfectly enjoyable compared to our, our last four. <laughs> Valbar, do you have any special protections from sneak attack? Not to my knowledge. I'm yeah. about to die. I can't help but feel like I'm responsible for this. <laughs> you think? You're stink eyeing him, right? I haven't had a turn yet. Oh. Alright, so Valbar takes 29 points of damage from the first sword slice. Okay. Valbar takes 26 damage from the second sword slice. Valbar yeah. takes 24 points of damage from the third sword slice. Yeah. And Valbar takes 20 points of damage from the fourth sword slice. Yeah, and Valbar drops to the ground at negative four hit points. My god. The hell? Some house you built, Tom. <laughs> this is all your fault. Hey, the, Who was the, on watch? The house was fine. The house didn't give out. And yeah, this creature just like slice, 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 slice. And Valbar falls to the ground. And this creature uh, just kind of holds its short sword up in the air, like in reverence. And like just watching 
Valbar's blood dripping from the blade and going, yes, yes, you know how it's done. Who's next? Anybody who wants to can give me a knowledge nature check. 22. 22 is not enough to identify this creature. Yeah, I rolled a two. All right, well, you don't know what it is, but Uhtred, it is your turn. I am going to cast Chill Touch on myself and then move up into his square and take a single attack. Uh, moving into his square is going to provoke two attacks of opportunities. It'll attack, it'll, it's one because you only provoke once per action. The movement itself is the action. No, it's different though because I'm a tiny sized creature. So there's one for the movement, and then you get another one. It's one for moving out, you know, into the out of a threatened square. But there, you, when somebody moves into a square you occupy, I believe you get a second attack of opportunity. Oh. Um, also, real quick, uh, do we have any light sources going on? Yeah, my cape is still emitting light. It may not be emitting. I don't know how long the daylight spell uh, was going. Well, my cape naturally emits, I think it's 10 feet. Okay, and that's... I think it's uh, daylight? No, it would just be the light spell. Uh, so it is light like a torch. All right. So this creature gets two attacks of opportunity. Let's just see if it's got combat reflexes. And it does. And I'm going to uh, use an Arcana point to boost my AC. First attack of opportunity is going to be a 32. Miss. Second attack of opportunity is going to be a 42. Miss. All right. All right. And then my one attack is a crit threat 38 with a 36 to confirm. That'll threat and confirm. How's that feel? Feels good. (laughs) All right. The slashing crit is called Brow to Chin. Normal damage and one con and charisma damage and a minus two penalty on perception checks and ranged attacks until healed. And the magic crit is called Olfactory Overload, which is double damage and the target loses scent and blind sense for one day. Huh. Scent and blind sense for one day. Was that double damage as well? Uh, the slashing was normal damage. The magic was double damage. Uh, well, gotta go with the magic one then. The other one doesn't really do anything. I mean, I don't think this thing's undead, so it might actually be able to take con and charisma damage, but oh, the double yeah. damage is, is, it, is it undead or not? Um, what do my goggles say? It is a living creature. Can you read me the slashing one again? I kind of like, once I started heard it was doing like con or uh, charisma and stuff, I was like, ah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's normal damage and one con and charisma damage, and then a penalty on perception checks and ranged attacks. Yeah, let's 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 deal out a con damage. All right. So normal damage. Uh, so that's going to be nine slashing damage. Oh, and then uh, I normally the chill touches uh, undeads run away from me because we haven't fought any fucking. Uh, living creatures in a while so what is it i think it's 1d6 1d6 uh, negative damage i think yeah and the creature takes one point of, of strength damage unless it makes a successful fortitude saving throw um 
the crit dealt one con and one charisma? Yes. yes. Okay, and I need to give you a fortitude save? Or, yep, and if you fail, you take, uh, you take one strength damage. Also, it did five negative energy damage on top of that nine slashing. Uh, 26 fortitude save. Yeah, that's gotta make it. Yeah, 19 was the DC. Okay, and how much negative energy was that? Five. You're not sure if that attack did any damage at all. Okay. Uchid, what is the enhancement bonus on your scimitar right now? Plus one. Okay. All right, uh, up next is Arginus. Arginus is going to book it out of the fold here. So 5, 10, 15, 20. Actually, I don't like being in the doorway. i going to move it back one more. Um... He's just moving to his uh, left 15 feet. Um, and he's going to cast Disintegrate. All right. Give me a ranged touch attack. That's a 26. That'll hit. Um, okay. Uh, now give me a cash level check versus spell resistance. Uh, 22. Plus four. Plus four. So 26. Actually, can I also add uh, the cards? I have one more today. Sure. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to do it. I just genuinely forgot about it. All right. Let's see here. Uh, I got one book. Um, it's intelligence. The Idiot, uh, which is a neutral evil. Okay. Um, I got the Star, which is uh, neutral good. Uh, sorry. Um, lawful neutral. The Star is charisma, right? Star is wisdom. Or Star is wisdom. So that was uh, nothing. And what is okay. the name of the card? The Queen Mother. Okay. Giant ant. That was a that was a neutral card at one point. True neutral uh, for the book. Um, the foreign trader. So that's two intelligence. So that is a total of a plus two on caster level checks made to penetrate spell resistance. Fuck Holy yeah! Cow. Twenty-eight. All right, so yeah, your cash level check uh, bypasses spell resistance. Now I owe you a fortitude save. 33. Yeah, that makes it. Uh, 22 damage. All right. Valbar, I need a constitution check. Yeah. Eight. You do not stabilize. You lose one hit point. Perfect. Elias, it is your turn. Valbar is cut to ribbons before you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would like to... Ugh. I gotta heal him. He's... Yeah, let's give him a heal. That's funny. Um, okay, so perfect. I don't even have to move then. Let's just uh, kneel down and we'll lay on hands first. That's oh, a standard action. Then... So you can't do that and healer's hands. Alright, then we're just gonna fuck all that and use healer's hands. Alright, so full round action. Yeah, uh, that could have been better. 16 healing. Just enough for him to pop up so he can die in two hits. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he can get away with that. Dang, oh, I had such, I had so much healing cocked and ready to go, but yeah, dang. You can still five foot step if you'd like to. Yeah, I'll take a five foot step backwards. To backwards to the left. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> okay. 
Well, this also, yeah, I can always charge it, you know. Okay. It is uh, now the monster's turn. He's going to five-foot step uh, to the southwest, and he didn't like getting disintegrated all up on, so he's going to cast a spell at our genus. Uhtred, you would recognize this as a phantasmal killer spell. Uh, that sounds terrible. This is what killed the hood. That's right. Don't roll two ones in a row, Tom. So, our <laughs> genus, uh, an image of the thing our genus fears the most appears before him, and due to the supernatural potency of this spell, uh, our genus is uh, our genus experiences such levels of fear that he's in danger of just dying from it. I need a will save to disbelieve the illusion. Uh, so I got one horseshoe left, fortunately. Uh, <laughs> have two of them. So gonna use that. Oh, fuck yeah. 34. Alright, uh, yeah, you disbelieve the illusion. And I think that's that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing with Phantasmal Killer, like, it's a very deadly effect for being a relatively low-level spell, but it's gated behind two saves, and either one of them just ends the effect. Well, if you fail the will save, but then pass forward to save, you do still take some damage. Right. But I'm just talking about the, the death effect. Like, it's hard to kill someone with that spell. Yeah. All right, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> You, you gotta wanna <laughs> die from this effect for in order for it to work. You basically have to Guys. be a child to die from this effect. <laughs> He's already down. R.I.P. Oh, well, it's not me. Rest in peace. Alright, uh, now it's Uhtred's turn. Uh, I'm gonna take a five foot step and take a full round attack. Alright, it's gonna provoke, entering his space. And I will use an arcana point and boost my AC. That'll be a 39 to hit. That'll miss. Okay. Alright. 31 to hit. 31 hits. Uh, I'm just going to go down the attack rolls. 20. 20 misses. Natural 20 with a 35 to confirm. That'll confirm. Alright, so the first attack did 9 slashing damage, 2 negative energy, and he has to roll another fortitude save. Uh, DC 19. Got a 26. Okay. And then... And real use. quick. Um, so the last attack you made, uh, you, were, you, were, you weren't sure that you did anything. Uh, this, this attack, much to the same uh, observation, except after taking a disintegrate spell, it looks like the negative energy is actually healing it. Oh, really? Okay. Good to know. And uh, how much negative energy was that? Two? Two. Yeah, you got a crit to address. All right. So this could be fun. The slashing crit is called Bad Parry, which was Alex's nickname <laughs> in high school. That was my nickname in high school, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, double damage, and the target is disarmed. from Like, disarms one item. I know it had a sword, but I wasn't sure if... I couldn't remember if it was, like, attached or if it was holding it. 
We well. fight a lot of things with attached weaponry. Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, but the magic crit is called Planar Rift. Uh, normal damage, and the target is sent to a random plane. Yeah. And that effect is that negated one. by a will save. What's the DC of the will save? Your crit confirmation roll. <laughs> Fucking that one. <laughs> Fucking Sparta kick his ass into a planar rift. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what? Let's let's uh, go over damage first. Was it normal damage on the? Yeah. Uh, just five slashing damage. Yeah. And five negative energy. Okay. And I need to give you a will save. Yeah. Here we go. What's the target, DC? 35. 35. It's not impossible. Natural 6 for a 23. Yeah, I Sparta kick his ass, and I hit him. I hit him with a classic spider incompetence. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, reread me that crit card, Matt. Is that a random plane? Yeah. Normal damage, and the target is sent to a random plane. So, theoretically, it could be sent to the material plane, right? I guess so. Oh uh, no. Uh, I okay. would say it would have to be sent to a plane that you're not currently occupying. Okay. Um, but first, let's do highs, uh, inner planes, lows, outer planes. All right, so it's going to an outer plane. I got a 35. Uh, I'm going to roll 1d10. Ignore the 10, and then I'm just going to go from left to right, top to bottom, go through each each of the nine major outer planes. All right, so Uhtred, you, you're, you're just like slicing at this thing's rubbery, shadowy skin, and it, it looks like you're helping it. The negative energy is like closing up the disintegrate wounds it has taken, and then... Uh, with just one completely random uh, just discombobulation with the the magical matrix and the like the macro of your spell you just accidentally open up these pockets of uh, potential energy in the universe and a portal opens behind this monster and you see this boundless uh, this boundless ocean and floating islands up in the sky and whirlpools all over the place it's this beautiful endless archipelago of chaos and I, you got enough ranks and knowledge plans I'll give it to you that you're looking into the maelstrom the chaotic neutral plane of the oh, eternal oh storm and you just Ugh. and you just bar to kick this motherfucker through that portal with a Thea and take a hero point. Yo. (laughs) Let's go. Well deserved. That's fantastic. I mean, his brain was fully intact before he did it, but that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Try to do better, Nick. Wow. (laughs) So now what do you do? Someone needs healing. Our she has destroyed your house. Still in, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh... <laughs> I'm still on the ground, like... Ow. <laughs> I, cu- I... 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 I go over to Valbar, like... You, you did great, buddy. 
uh, you you uh, you made that completely possible for everybody. Valbert just <laughs> looks up at you and <laughs> stares at you like, you son of a bitch. Teal's notes make so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to rub my healing hands together and uh, resuscitate you here. Appreciate that. Uh, just tell right. me when to stop. <laughs> 16 healing? All right. 31 healing? Keep it coming. 16 healing? One more good one. 31 healing. And I'm good. I'm over good. I remake the house. I presume we're staying here. Yeah, it's obviously so safe here. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know at this point. I, I guess we try outside now? I mean, if we go outside at that point, we might as well just teleport back. Like, <laughs> there's no reason to stay. Do you have seventh level spells left? Yes. Yes, I do, because I don't have... Uh, I didn't use Firebrand, and I only use one greater teleport. I mean, I got no problem staying here again, despite recent events <laughs> maybe we can move you're concussed you just need to lie down <laughs> he's talking maybe we crazy can, <laughs> maybe we can move into one of the side rooms instead of being out here in the open I think that's a good idea that's a, that's a fair compromise so we're not leaving but we're also not just <laughs> going right back where we were maybe we can fortify it somehow I'm good with that we could go to d6 um, yeah. and have that be our the room full of mirrors. Broken mirrors. Oh, build that. Yeah, whatever happened there. to our ghost friend? He got eaten by uh, Nessie. Yeah, but that wasn't the first time he got eaten by Nessie. Yeah, but this time his soul got eaten by Nessie. Mm, mm-hmm. And then Nessie got destroyed. So, ghost buddy, go bye-bye. Alright, so... New house and back on watches? Yep. Yep. I'll take the first one. Now, does the like the rest clock completely reset? It's, I, I'll, I'll, I'd say it's cumulative. It's fine. You don't need to like start over again. Especially because this was, you said it was pretty early into the the watch too. So even if we started over, like it's probably functionally the same. Right, but I would I'll, like I would never be like, oh, well, sorry, it looks like you only got seven hours and forty five minutes of rest. You're gonna have to start over. So <laughs> I. I I have met dungeon masters who would have done that, and that just sucks. So you guys are now resting in the room that you met that ghost in. Yeah. The survivor from downstairs is like like just very groggily uh, in Razatlani, so only Uhtred would understand him. What happened? Did we get attacked? We did. Not really sure what here it was, but don't worry about it. We won't be seeing it again for a while, ever. Oh, I thought we had a, a house that we were sleeping in. Where What happened to it? We just moved it. You're inside it right now. Oh, well, when I... When I started this conversation, I assumed I hadn't... We hadn't moved yet, but... Uh, okay, that works, too. <laughs> Probably should throw this guy some heels. His, I don't know. His his condition is like beyond like just healing. Mm, he's got soul damage. 
he he needs to he needs to rest. That's that's what he needs. <laughs> he just needs to you need to let it rest. He's like a steak. Um. Okay. So, uh, still in our genus's watch. Go ahead and give me perception check. Try and not see something this time. Thanks. Yeah. Freaking blow it. That's what dictates whether we get in a, a fight or not. <laughs> uh, twenty-one. All right. Rest of your watch goes by without incident. Who is on watch with Falbar? Next one. Thelias. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up. Uh, Thelias. Uh, it's uh, yours and uh, Valbar's uh, <laughs> uh, turn. I I didn't want to quite wake him up. I. <laughs> I feel I feel kind of responsible for uh for the little bit of damage that he got there. Um yeah, so if you want to wake him up uh, for me, there there was nothing going on this uh this round. Well, all right then. I do exactly that. Uh so Thelias wakes Valbar up. Yep. I'll wake him up. I'll ask him if he wants to take watch or not. How about that? All right. It's like a Hey Valbar. Well, we got a watch to do, but uh I know you might might need some rest there after. Uh, what, do, what do you think? Do you want to do watch or do you want to keep sleeping? Up to you, pal. Velvar turns his stare on Thelias. Oh. <laughs> no, I I am fine to do my watch. You did an admirable job patching me up. Oh, all right then. Me and Valbar go on a. Yeah, go on our watch. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me perception checks. No one perceives like the Lias does. Yes! 33, natural 20, let's go. Uh, 36, not a natural 20. Oh, I shouldn't have woken you up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thelias and Valbar, uh, you do not perceive anything strange during your watch, and nothing bad happens. Alright, alright. That's how it's fucking done. Yeah, our genus. Our genus. To be fair, I think everybody woke up except for Uhtred on his own. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you doing third watch? Me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, get up, Uhtred. I'm up. I'm up. Who said I wasn't up? <laughs> I'm up. All right, give me a perception check. 15. Your watch ends without any problems. Good, because I wouldn't have seen him if there was. <laughs> All right, it is now the next day. Everybody's waking up uh, good and refreshed. What do you do? I channel the Hierophant. <gasps> <gasps> and I said, Hierophant. <laughs> All right, you cool. guys didn't believe it was possible, but it's well, I mean, we believed it possible. <laughs> You didn't think I we had just, what it takes. I never it doubted your ability to do it. Believe in Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I am going to take a moment as I'm like preparing spells today, and I'm going to, like, as we're finishing, kind of packing up stuff. I'm going to use my sheath to put Keen on Valo. All right. Um. And Valbar will do his usual, uh, see invisibility and heightened awareness as we're getting ready to, to start our exploration. Uh, our genus is, uh, uh, he made an entire breakfast 
uh, bacon, uh, pancakes. I thought you were just gonna works. leave it at bacon. Entire <laughs> breakfast is bacon. <laughs> bacon. Uh, and he's going to slap a uh, daylight onto uh, the cape. Uh, yeah. Cool. Any other preparations? Uh, Valbar will implant some tricks in people. He'll do a false flanker in Uhtred. He'll also do a false flanker in Thalias. And he'll give himself um, a levitation buffer. Oh, I love that one. After, After last night, that seems prudent. Very good. And you guys go downstairs? Yeah. All right. I'll stay here. Keep the house <laughs> secure. Keep the fire going. Yes, yes. Well, thank God for you. All right, let's roll out. That sounded oddly passive-aggressive. I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> Should have left him on the tree. Well, then Valbar would have killed him. Yeah, that's true. Oh, no. Valbar saved his life. Nessie would have killed him. Saved his life, quote, quote. Are you implying that you're going to kill him? <laughs> no. Our genus tried to give him breakfast. Oh, boy. I didn't try. I did. If I yeah. notice that he's not eating, uh, I'm shoveling food throat. into Who said he wasn't throat. eating? He ate breakfast. I, I, I heard somebody said that he wasn't eating. Our genus is absolutely shoveling food down his throat. He he is eating. He's not. He's got. <laughs> yeah, food damn right. Hands. He's eating. Nobody's questioning this. Good. <laughs> you eat your fucking bacon wrap, bacon. Uh. Okay, so you guys go downstairs, and you don't see Kalazar. It's just the humongous chamber that you fought Nessie in, the Kumaru tree standing as ever towering over you uh, extending into the floor above is that aura of darkness still permeating everything aura of darkness oh no. I wasn't sure if that was just a Nessie thing or if that was like something that was going on in Tumbaha Mountain that was causing it I mean there's no I don't think there's any light sources at all so this room would just be dark Pretty dark Okay. Uh, but yeah, there was a darkness spell that Nessie had going. So yeah, the Gisette veins uh, that the the walls are made of, the empowered Gisette, uh, it's like got these like veins of like red and gold. And these veins branch out endlessly throughout the stone, creating an effect similar to a wall of force, which make them almost in possible to destroy. These veins glow a bright crimson, illuminating the exterior and interior of Tubaha Mountain with dim red light at all times, except for the central chamber, which extends up through the center of Tubaha Mountain, the ceilings of an inside pyramid 20 feet high. Okay. So, yes, there, it's it's dim light everywhere. Okay. And then the 60-foot aura of daylight around Uhtred because of yes. our genus's spell. Okay. So, yes, this, this room looks exactly as you left it. Uh, you even still see the body of Nessie sprawled in a heap to the south of the Kumara tree. So there's stairs that go back up to the floor above you on the north and south ends of this chamber. And there are 
hallways that exit this chamber to the east and west. Uh, Kalazar did not mention, uh, like, like, oh, like when you want to, when you're ready, just come find me over here and like your UMAP or anything. Didn't do that. Well, I mean, he came from the western hallway, so I figure that's as good a place to start as any. She came from the western hallway. All right, so you guys head down the western hallway, and we'll pick it up there next week on the Inspired Inspired Confidence Podcast. On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Incompetence. No, I didn't get podcast. Clear. See ya. See ya. See ya.